3: hello to you and happy monday to you i hope and pray that you are well if you are not i pray that you are on your way to becoming well um not just physically well maybe not just emotionally well but um spiritually well i pray that you are on your way to becoming whole and um getting to know who you are, who you were should I, let me rephrase that, who you were created to be. Yeah, I think that's a better choice of words. (laughs) Some of you may know who you are. You may know who you are in Christ because you've met and accepted him as your savior. Others may not. You may still be wandering through life, um, Confused about uh, what life is really all about. Confused about why we're really here um, and what this life is really all about. I have to tell you that uh, I'm fired up tonight. (laughs) I'm fired up because I have another opportunity to um, reach out to those that are hurting To those that are looking for answers, to those that um, want to to know um, more about the things that we discuss on this program. This is an outreach program, it is designed to increase the awareness of uh, sexual abuse in our society, in life. And to reach out to those that are hurting because of sexual abuse on this show. That title, sexual abuse, covers a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of territory. It is not limited to rape, incest, pedophilia. But uh, we cover much more than that. Our definition is much broader um, then those those uh, three categories that I just named it includes all forms of sex relations that are outside of marriage because that is the biblical definition of sexual abuse anything outside of marriage. Is other than what God intended sexual relations to be about, what He created intimacy and knowing one another for, anything outside of that realm is sexual abuse fornication basically marriage out I mean sex as we call it the slang term sex outside of marriage is fornication adultery pornography (sighs) my mind just drew a blank there um what else can I say um participating in pornography, making of pornography, viewing pornography, prostitution, sex trafficking. And now I've got a new one for you tonight, um, new for this show, new for new for our program. We haven't touched on it, um, not according to this word anyway, not according to this new word that uh, – I even found is now included in the Merriam Webster's dictionary. And you might be saying, what could this new word be? Well, the research, the research of this actually brought tears to my eyes. I kind of stumbled upon this, um, even though I've heard of it. I've heard of it, but I kind of stumbled into doing the research on it um, because of a movie that came on over the weekend. And the movie got my attention, of course, because of uh, because of this outreach program and what we do on this program. Um, And so I. In case you're wondering, yes, I'm stalling because I'm trying to like build this up. I'm trying to build up your curiosity and get your interest. (laughs) So even before I tell you what I was researching, I've got to tell you what I'm drinking. (laughs) Right. Normally, I have tea. As any of my regular listeners know, I, I normally drink tea. On a few special occasions, we've thrown in something like sparkling cider. Tonight, I pulled out uh, the hot cocoa. (laughs) I pulled out the hot chocolate. Sometimes that seems to serve as comfort food for me, or not necessarily food, if you know what I mean. But I think that after doing this research, um, I just felt a little bit troubled. And of course, I prayed about my trouble. I prayed about what was in my heart and what was coming to my mind and um, basically why I was feeling the way that I was feeling. I took it to the Lord in prayer. And I'm going to continue to do that because I was preparing for this right up to time to go on the air. But. I also decided to have me a cup of cocoa. Cocoa, yes. It just seems like that would be comforting at this moment. (laughs) Don't put too much thought into that, people. It's just uh, something else I like to do on this show. I like to share with my listeners uh, parts of me and things that I like to do. And one of those things is drinking tea and um, warm beverages So anyway, hopefully I've got your curiosity. I've got your attention and this new subject in an old way, how should I put this? It's an old subject in a new form. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Old situation, old problem in a new form. I have to say, this is not new. There's just a new form of accomplishing it. There's a new means and mechanisms for accomplishing it. And it seems to be on the rise in our time. I keep emphasizing that because I'm learning more and more about how these things have been a part of the human race since sin came into the world. But new for our time. Because I do believe that the rise and the increase in the promiscuity and the sexual immorality that we are facing, that we are living with, that we are dealing with, I do believe that it is a result of our rejection as a society, as a nation of godly principles and godly values in our time. In our time, not that it hasn't happened in the world before, not that it hasn't happened throughout history, but this country was founded on godly principles. Yes, there was some mixture. Yes, there was those infiltrators. Yes, there there were those that were opposing the gospel, even in government, even in the formation of government. Yes, those things are all true, but the gospel... And the word of God still prevailed in many, 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 many ways. It's evident in our history. It's evident in the laws that we have as a, as a, as a nation, the laws that we had. And uh, some of them are still, you know, current, of course. But, um, wow, I'm, I'm coming up on break already. But, you know, I do believe that it is, is a result of a state of apostasy that is upon this nation. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about sexting, sexting. A combination of the words sex and texting, sexting. Can you believe that? It's been added to the Webster's Dictionary, sexting. And when I was researching this, you know, I was trying to decide, well, do I really want to research this? Because I try... um, You know, I I make it a point to do my shows from a spiritual perspective, even though I include stories from the news and things that are happening, current events. I try to make sure that it's relevant and that it's something that God wants me to deal with and that the Lord wants me to address. I don't want to just be someone that's seeking sensationalism or topics, you know, of interest without a spiritual purpose. Um, And what. He reminded me what the Lord reminded me of in my spirit was he said, yes, yes, deal with this, because it's that same spirit. It's the same spirit behind this that is behind every other sexual sin and sexual perversion that you have talked about on this show. It's the same spirit behind incest. It's the same spirit behind molestation and pedophilia and rape and pornography. It's the same spirit. The spirit of whoredoms. Disgusting.
2: Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free, with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these.
1: If you've ever been confused about the facts surrounding non-surgical rejuvenation and cosmetic plastic surgery, we're pleased to introduce to the Rockstar Radio Network audience, Spirit Lift, Plastic Surgery for the Soul. Each Thursday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, host Kim McKenna and plastic surgeon Dr. Saadi Arfani will help dispel the myths surrounding this exciting field and lift the veil of mystery on a very important topic. With advances in nutrition and self-care, many of us want to look as young and vibrant outside as we feel inside. Plus, listeners will be able to call in live and share their questions and get advice on the air. A show where you will learn how to look and feel your best and be your best. Join us to have your spirit lifted on Spirit Lift Plastic Surgery for the Soul. Each Thursday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network.
2: Get ready to learn and play with Mrs. A. Your host, Barbara Allison. Mondays at 11 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know that kids are only 20% of the population, but they are 100% of the future? How are you preparing your child for that future? The years between the ages of zero and six are crucial for learning and development. Barbara Allison is a teacher, parent, and author on supporting children's early learning. Learning starts even before a child is born, and parents are children's first teacher. Join Mrs. A for ideas, tips, and suggestions for fun learning and play activities as she helps you support your child. Starting early is starting smart. For more on Mrs. A, her books, the show, and her blog, check out her website, 123kindergarten.com. Then, come learn and play with Mrs. A with your host, Barbara Allison, Mondays at 11 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network.
4: Thank God.
3: Okay, I'm back. And yes, like I said, I'm fired up tonight. I am talking to you about sexting. Sexting, according to the Wikipedia, is the act of sending sexually explicit messages or photos primarily between mobile phones. Primarily between mobile phones. Of course, as I researched this and saw in other articles, they said in the other articles that sexting can also be done via emails, you know, on the Internet, um, and programs such as Skype, you know. Basically, I think any, any form of electronic social media, That allows you to take pictures and send them and send them. Okay. So this is what we're talking about tonight. Sexting new word for an old problem. To me, it's nothing more than pornography. Pornography is the same thing. Um, But now it's in the hands of anybody, including what the world or the secular world terms as teenagers and now what the secular world calls teenagers teens but let me see I mean man there were there were just article article after article pages after pages Um, apparently in September Well, this month, (laughs) I'm saying in September, like I'm in a new month, in a different month. In September, there was an article that was released, uh, I believe, in something called The Pediatric. And several of these articles that I'm going to touch on tonight uh, referred to that publication. And they referred to the person who was being interviewed or who had... um, who was responsible for that publication. um, They were referring to his comments, his quotes. Um, I didn't bother to write down his name. I believe it was Rice or Price, but I'm actually going to give you the names of the articles and the websites so that you can go on and, um, you know, check this out for yourself. You know, I like to, I like to do that. So that people know where I'm getting my sources from. These are secular sources, which I find interesting that, um, you know, even from a worldly perspective, even from a secular perspective, people are finding the harm and the danger in this behavior, in this immoral behavior. Okay, this one was from the Web MD. WebMD. If you type that in, I'm sure you can pull this up. Article, teen sexting linked to more sexual activity. Teen sexting linked to more sexual activity. And what I found, and I'm going to summarize what I found here, is that apparently some thought at one point that sexting was like a better alternative or a safe alternative um, for actual sex acts amongst teens. There were some that felt that, you know, this is safer. This, is con- this could be classified as safe sex. This is what I'm gleaning from this article because they say not alternative to sexual activity in teens, but actually a part of their sexual interactions and lives. This sexting is linked to to their sexual activity. This is my summary of the article because it's quite long. They are finding that the sexting is not an alternative to It's not in lieu of or instead of, but that it is a part of their actual sex, sexual behaviors, because they're having sex, as the secular world calls it, having sex. (laughs) They're having intercourse, okay? Um, They're participating in sex relations already. And this just goes along with it. This is what they're alarmed people to find out now. Wow. I tell you, the more intelligent society becomes, the more foolish they become. And the Bible speaks of this. Do you know the Bible speaks of this to those that feel like the word of God is irrelevant and a bunch of myths? That it speaks of how men profess themselves to be wise and they become fools Because, you know, they can't even see the the things that are so easily discerned. And so would have been common sense 100 years ago, 50 years ago, 40, even in my time, would have been common sense to people. Now they're alarmed to find because I also found that this whole issue has been, they've been tracking this issue since around 2009 they started tracking it and studying it. You know, they had to do studies, okay? They had to do scientific studies or research or whatever to come up with this very obvious conclusion that sexting is not an alternative, but it's part of their sexual activity in teenagers. And they say 15% of teens who have cell phones, according to this article... Are actually participating in sexual activity. Okay, it's linked to their sexual activity. Um, there's an increased. Well, before I read that, let me let me finish what else it says. Okay, sexting part of new landscape of the sex lives of teens. Open your eyes and your ears, parents. If you're listening to me tonight, open your eyes and your ears, please. Sexting part of new landscape of the sex lives of teens. Thought by some to be an alternative to having sex, now not so sure. (laughs) 15% of teens with access to cell phones had sexted they had sent sex pictures or sex messages of some sort okay 54% knew someone who had sexted okay persons who did study the persons who did this study said students were between the ages of 14 and 17 years of age again this is not i'm not saying that 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 is new but new methods of manufacturing and increasing this activity, new technology have made it even worse in our time than it was, okay? I remember, I remember someone giving me some sexually explicit Uh, I I think it was supposed to be some sort of a poem or something, um, you know, passed it on to me. And 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 I think I rewrote it if I I can't remember if I actually rewrote it, but I certainly had it had it in my possession. I think I passed it on to someone else, you know, even when I was a youth (laughs) and I got in trouble for it. Thank God I got caught. I got busted with it, you know. But so so I'm not saying that that's new. But I'm saying the prevalence of of this now pornographic use of this technology has increased. goes on to say 87% said they were straight, straight, okay, or heterosexual, as the secular world would like to call it, 13% said they were in the, and I just, I just abbreviated these words because they said each category, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, but I said LGBT category. Okay. And then for me, I also, in parentheses, sexually strange behavior, basically sexually perverse behavior, because Biblically, this behavior is not normal, okay? Biblically speaking, I don't, I don't care who's going to say what in their psych- psychology books and, and laws for whatever crazy reason. Um, the average human being knows it's strange behavior, that it's not considered Normal behavior, but anyway, this is according to the article. Thirteen percent said they were in in that category. the The um, article goes on to say that the differences noted between the two categories were this: the non-straight, and this was their word, straight. The non-straight, non-straight, isn't that interesting? We were three times likely to report sexting, 1.5 times likely to report sexual activity related to their bodies and genitalia. Basically, 1.5 times likely to report sexual activity. Okay. Two times likely to have unprotected activity during their last encounter. Two times likely to have unprotected activity during their last encounter. I say that's consistent with the spiritual and biblical view. Uh, break time. I got to finish this thought after the break. <laughs>
2: Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Tokenet.com. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Tokenhead.com.
0: Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness and to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616 Clinton, Maryland, 207 Three five or email us at VIR two US one at Verizon. Thank
4: God I am free. I am free.
2: Welcome back to I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free
3: All right, I'm back, and um, wow, there's so much I want to talk about that um, I don't know if I'm going to get to it all, but if I don't, you can believe we will continue it. It'll be, it'll be uh, TBC, as I say to some of my friends, when we have to continue a conversation to be continued, okay? Um, the difference noted between the two categories, the non-straight, This is LGBT category, but I prefer not to even, you know, give that uh, uh, to me, to to me, giving things these type of names instead of what the Bible calls it somehow validates it. So I'm going to say 13%, this 13% who were in the sexually strange category, okay, the non-straight had an increase, an increase and an incline toward the risky behaviors. Haven't I said it before? Lust has no conscience. Lust has no conscience. If you feed lust, it grows. If you feed lust and sexual addictions, perverse Sexual behaviors, they grow. The appetite only increases, and a person needs more and more of strange things to even get any satisfaction or sensation. And I can't even, I don't even know if satisfaction is a good word because everything I've studied about sexual addiction is that it grows to the point where they can't really get satisfied. And that's why they have to do more and more and more. You know, don't believe the lies and the hype that people are trying to put out there and paint this as something good, okay? That's why I say this is consistent with the spiritual and the biblical view, with God's view, because he says, don't do it because it destroys a nation, he said, he said that sin, which is rebellion against God's statutes, against God's ways, destroys a nation. He said that in his word. Okay? And we've seen it over and over and over down through history. Study history. Study it. You'll see it over and over and over. You say yes to sexual immorality. You say, if you say yes to sexual immorality, if you say yes, it's fine for people to be promiscuous and sleep around and, you know, don't have to be married. They can decide, you know what to do with their bodies, contrary to what God says, who created them and their bodies. When you say yes to sexual immorality, you say yes to sexual abuse because we're talking about the same spirit. lust, lasciviousness, lasciviousness, and lust has no conscience. Let's go to another article. This article was by The Atlantic Title says it's not just about showing your genitals time to talk. In this article, they point out that by the age of 18, 70% of teens no longer are virgins. That's me, me, my paraphrasing. But they say 70% of teens by the age of 18 are no longer virgins. Sexually, they are they are sexually active basically by the age of eighteen, okay. And what the secular world thinks this is great, obviously because they keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it all over TV, all throughout the media. You know, every commercial, every gobs of shows in the music. What this is what this is what. The world thinks is great, but yet here, here we're seeing the results of it. About sexting, it says one and fourteen teens sent venereal texts, seven times likely to be engaged in sexual relations. So they're corroborating this other article. Their article is saying basically the same thing. The numbers might be slightly different. Seven times likely to be engaged in sexual relations. Often of a risky nature and not in a good way. This is their wording. Often of a risky nature and not in a good way. But yet, Planned Parenthood says use condoms. <laughs> and that's supposed to be doing something, it's supposed to be preventing all of this, but it's growing. The problems associated with it are growing, often of risky nature and not in a good way. Let's see if I have, did I write more comments on that? Uh, Not just about showing your genitals time to talk. Well, let's see. I might be kind of going back and forth on here, but... I'm going to just go in order of my notes here. <laughs> so I might repeat something more than once. Um, this other article says, new study links sexting with risky sexual behaviors in teenagers. And as I said, each of these articles are referencing this this study that was released in the pediatric. New study links sexting with risky sexual behaviors in teenagers uh, Really? What? I mean, really? Pornography does, is associated with risky behaviors. It is a risky behavior in itself. Why the pornography in the industry, and I, again, hate to even give it a a just name, but why the so-called industry uh, has to make their people get... Tested for STDs on a regular basis. Wow, come on, come on. (sighs) What they wanted to know is, they wanted to know, is there a link to taking risk with your body? Is there a link in this sexting with taking a risk with your body? And they said the answer was yes. They said the answer was yes. Was there a link to taking risk with your body? They said the answer is yes. Okay? Let's see. They go on to say, a person that was being interviewed and the source of the study found in pediatrics, no one's actually going to get a sexually transmitted disease because they're sexting. That was a quote. That was a quote. No one's actually going to get a sexually transmitted disease because they're sexting. And I beg to differ, strongly, strongly oppose his view on that point because it leads to sexual to increase in sexual promiscuity which sets you up for STDs. Okay, so the two are linked together in my books and I don't need a study to prove it. It's just <laughs> reality. It's common sense. And and I further strongly oppose this viewpoint because I also say they will get or already have An STD, sexually transmitted disease, except it's a spiritual condition I'm talking about. It's a spiritual condition, not a natural one. I'm not talking about a physical infection, but a spiritual infection. They have been invaded by spirits of lust and lasciviousness, which left untreated so to speak, will rob them of their virtue, their hope of having a solid relationship in their future through marriage. Won't even have an expectation of that. Set them up for generational curses like divorce. That is a generational curse. When you come from a family of divorce, you often repeat the pattern because you don't have any faith in or trust in marriage. Increase the generational curses of giving birth to children out of wedlock. So you're setting the child up for poverty and the same conditions that you are suffering from and multiple other conditions. So I don't agree with this viewpoint it is a disease, it is a cancer, it is a spiritual sickness that is passed on. And these youth, these young people, today's young people are suffering already because of the sins of their parents. They're, they're suffering and they're demonstrating and a product of their own parents' sins and the generation before them. And generations before them. The scriptures tell us that the sins of the fathers are visited on the children to the third and the fourth generations. Same spirit, people. Same spirit. Okay. PCSNDreams.com PcSnDreams.com. They gave me some statistics. And I know I'm going to run out of time, but I'm going to get started on those statistics. Okay? They gave me some statistics. Teenage sexting statistics. 20% of teens who have cell phones. Overall have sent nude or semi-nude photos of themselves. 20% of teens, okay? 39% of teens who have cell phones have sent sexually suggestive messages. Back after the break.
2: has a tragic past, shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free. With Minister Diane Jones, and we'll be right back after these.
0: The story of me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of the story of me online at www.authorhouse.com or any of the major bookstores.
3: Okay, I'm back, and tonight we are talking about what this article classified as the newest craze among teens. We are talking, I am talking to you tonight about sexting, a word, a new word that describes sex and texting, people that... Pass along sexually explicit photos or messages via mobile phones, can also be via emails, Skype, um, any social media source that allows you to take pictures and forward them, okay? I kind of I fell into doing this research because I started watching a movie over the weekend I didn't finish the movie uh, until today, till this evening, in preparation for this show. And um, it just kind of made me say, okay, let me do some research on that. I heard of it. I had heard of it already. But the um, information that I found literally brought tears to my eyes. And um, just tugged on my heartstrings because of seeing... Uh, how dangerous and how the consequences of this behavior are so devastating. You know, I've been saying it and I've been saying it on my show. You know, the consequences of cheating, the consequences of sexual immorality. If you say yes to sexual immorality, you say yes to sexual abuse. But wow. Wow. People don't want to believe it because they think uh, people like me, Christians, not talking about those who say it and don't live it, but they think people like us are hateful and spreading hate and, you know, we're judgmental. Well, my goodness, what is this the better alternative? I think not. Let me continue with my statistics. The stats, these stats are from pcsndreams.com. 39% of teens sent sexually suggestive messages. And, oh, I guess I said I was going to explain my, my, um, my, uh, I made an earlier comment regarding uh, the world classifying or using the classification of teenager. That's a secular term as far as I'm concerned, because in, I, in the Word, when I study the Word of God, I see the child described, and then I see the lad or the handmaiden who is perhaps a young adult who is actually a young adult that once you go from childhood as a boy, you become a man. Once you go from childhood as a girl, you become a woman, a young woman. Yes. A young adult. Yes. But a man or a woman, once you go through puberty, um, basically you're capable of procreation yourself. You're, you're capable of bringing a life a soul, a soul into this world. And I know the world has minimized that to such a point that the secular world, much of the secular world, doesn't even care about the soul, doesn't even care about life. I mean, the human life is no more than, you know, like like squashing a bug because abortion is thought of as a woman's only hope. I mean, some of these commercials that I'm seeing, some of these commercials that I'm seeing regarding the political arena right now are just literally sickening because a woman's only hope in life is to be able to abort her child. She has no hope if she can't make that choice to murder her child. The future looks grim. The future looks bleak if she can't murder and abort her child. If that soul and that life interferes with her ambitions in any way, then, and she doesn't have the option of taking that child's life, then life really looks grim, sickening, absolutely sickening. But anyway, what I see in the word of God is the child to the adult, the child to the adult, okay? So that's why. I'm emphasizing teenager, that's a numerical term. We're talking about, you know, because someone is 13, 14, 15, 16, they're teenagers. That's a n- numerical term. But again, because of rebellion of, uh, against what God has set as the standard, because of that rebellion, somebody along the way decided that a child shouldn't have to be an adult, even though their body is saying you're an adult. A child should have to become an adult once they cross puberty. A child should be able to have fun and just just do fun things. And we should give them everything that we never had. And we should just make life, you know, a fantasy world for them when their bodies are, you know, are passing into adulthood, raging hormones. They have the capability of of producing another life. So that's my rant, my rave about the teenage, the teenage category. But according to this, and I can see that I'm not going to have time to finish this whole discussion tonight, so we will continue it. But according to this article, newest craze among teens... I say among young adults, okay, among young men and young women, the newest craze, uh, they do say is very dangerous. And these are some of the things that they're citing and that they're seeing, that these young adults, teens are texting to strangers online, okay, because the web has made this, you know, available to them. Gnosis, people. Gnosis, you know, the quest for knowledge outside of God is the very same issue that caused sin to come into the earth realm in the first place. The quest for knowledge outside of God. You know, God doesn't mind us being knowledgeable and knowing things. I mean, he gave Adam the ability to name the animals, to name the species. I mean, he told them to take dominion over the earth and to subdue it. He doesn't mind us being knowledgeable, but when you take God out of the equation, this is the kind of stuff that you produce. Technology that people will use for every evil sort. Texting to strangers online. Young girls or young women... I'm so used to using secular terminology, I'm saying girls, uh, but young women putting pictures of themselves, nude photos of themselves to strangers online. People they don't even really know, okay? Boyfriends and girlfriends, okay, they're sending these sex messages to boyfriends and girlfriends that they're thinking they can trust this information to foolishly. I wonder why they get that impression. Maybe because TV has become such a, fantasy world for everybody. (laughs) They think they can trust boyfriends and girlfriends with something so personal as their bodies, but their bodies are not really personal to them anymore. They're just objects. Okay? Some are doing it due to peer pressure. Some are doing it for fun. This is what they have to do for fun nowadays. Some due to peer pressure, some for fun. Some of the problems that are coming out of this, ruining reputations. The movie that I watched, the girl ended up um, who was a victim of this or who fell prey to this and became victimized by it, ended up committing suicide because she was literally tortured, literally tortured and bullied by the other students. Not that the other students weren't doing it. (laughs) They were doing the same things and they were hip and savvy and knew all about it. But there was some Jealousy and some envy, you know, some covetousness, some of the other things that the Bible talks about and teaches against, you know, that people say is no longer relevant. There was a lot of that going on. Okay, there was no father in the home of either one of the mothers that were involved with these teens and probably gobs of the other ones, because I'm sure a lot of them came from divorced families. But anyway, let me get back on my list here. Leading to the arrest... Some of these youth, these young people, these young adults, are being arrested for circulating child porn in their little foolish minds. They didn't realize that they were circulating pornography, child pornography at that. <laughs> you know why? Because they've been taught that, that nothing, uh, nothing is related, you know, that... What they do is their business and nothing else is related and they don't have like responsibility towards their brother or their sister, you know, in life. Um, what, what they do, they think is just going to stay in a little vacuum, which is so untrue because our lives affect the lives of other people. Some of them have been jailed. Okay. Some of them have been put on probation and again, like the movie relayed, this particular girl committed suicide because she couldn't handle the whole ball of wax that it began to develop because she sent sexually explicit picture to her, she thought, boyfriend, who didn't give a darn about her. He said that he did, but he did He didn't give a darn about her because he didn't know how to give a darn about her you know he, di- he he didn't he didn't have that in him he didn't have that character he didn't have that integrity he didn't have it in him like none of the other kids none of the other kids in the show had it either why because with no father in the home with no godly spiritual foundation without Values, without teaching our children values and a godly spiritual foundation, without teaching them right from wrong, we set them up for this kind of mess to abuse themselves and to abuse one another through our actions, through the adult actions of society. They learn it from the adults in society, either modeling it or not modeling it, okay, those that were involved lacked compassion. They didn't even have human compassion. For, for the mother who lost this daughter, or for the fact that it happened until they were cold busted. Cold busted. Don't tell me that Satan is not out to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Because he is. The word of God said that he is out to steal, to kill, and to destroy. This next, week. wake up, people! Wake up to the sin rebelling against God.